welcome to the Spirit Blast Podcast. Hi, my name is Samantha Hunt, and I have no idea what I'm doing. (laughs) So back in 2019 or 2020, the idea of a podcast kind of dropped on me suddenly out of nowhere. Uh, And then the name Spirit Blast kind of came shortly after that. Then nothing happened. And a year later, I received a prophetic word. And in that word, Lord is like, hey, I want you to start this podcast. And then in there, the word boom was also mentioned. And I find that really interesting that I already had the name Spirit Blast. Uh, so I've known that I was supposed to do this for a few years, but I've struggled with stepping out and kind of knowing the timing I work full-time as a nurse practitioner, plus I work call. And now I'm like, Lord, you're wanting me to get a master's degree in theology, and you're also wanting me to do this podcast. What? Where? Why? When? And how? Uh, It's funny. I'm like, okay, Lord, show me and I'll go. And the Lord, you know, in Genesis 12 told Abraham, no, go and I'll show you. So sometimes you just have to step out. Um, And I wanted to make sure that I was in that timing window of his perfect will and not miss out on that because of fear or uncertainty. So I just chose to step out today. Why not record today? So before we go any further, it's important to just establish that Jesus is the door and the center of all that I will talk about. Let's just, you know. Get that out of there. So we know it's not coming from any other source. No weird, weird things. So one of the goals of today is that you will never, ever say again that you are not smart enough for what God calls you to or that this coming move of God is not for you. Education or experience cannot be used as an excuse because you have the mind of Christ. And I'm going to prove it to you today. So you are seated with Christ in heavenly places. And I believe that's why we're so attacked. Because the enemy knows that we have access to something much greater than him. So the Lord speaks to me in dreams. That's how I hear. Um, That's where I get direction correction, revelation, explanation, warning. Um, And in, I think May or June, 2020, um, I had a dream where it was at nighttime and I saw this house and it was sitting on the edge of a body of water, like a lake. And I saw a ramp leading up into this house. And I saw that people were trying to get into the house, but there was this shark that kept jumping out of the water and grabbing people. And he could even go into the house kind of temporarily and snatch people out. And I remember looking at the shark and seeing blood on his teeth. Um, I remember being in the house and knowing that I could not defeat this shark from ground level. So I went to the roof of this house 
And when I was on the roof, I saw the shark lunge out of the water towards me and I killed it with a harpoon as it lunged. And then that was the end of the dream. And I believe that has several applications. Um, It came during COVID. So I think a big thing it could have represented at the time was the spirit of fear. But there's also other things that it could represent, such as choosing to fight from a higher plane, like in the realm of the spirit, you know, and the harpoon representing the word of the Lord in your mouth, which is, you know, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing as far as soul and spirit, which ultimately brings you victory. Okay, so for you guys out there who are listening, you're like, oh, this mind of Christ stuff is not for me. Here is your invitation. After this, you will have no excuse because this is Jesus talking. And so if you have a Bible with you, turn to John 15, 15. And I'm going to read it. And then as I read, I want you to insert your name. And I'm going to do it with myself as an example. So John 15, 15 says, no longer do I call you, Samantha, a slave, for the slave does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you, insert your name here, Samantha, friend, for all things that I have heard from my father, I have made known to you, Samantha, insert your name here. So one of the ways he has made Things known to you is by giving you access to his mind. So hear this invitation from the Holy Spirit now. You are an insider. You're not an outsider. Matthew 13 and 11 says, And Jesus answered them, To you it has been granted to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it has not been granted. So to you it has been granted. Access granted. Are there any Trekkies listening right now? I'm not a Trekkie, but I'm sure at least one person that's going to listen to this is. And so there's this thing that Spock does. And when he puts like his hand to, to someone's head and he says like, my mind to your mind, my thoughts to your thoughts. And I know Spock isn't Jesus, but I think it's kind of interesting and I can kind of see the correlation in a way. Maybe if I I reaching. Uh, (laughs) Okay, maybe I'm reaching a little bit. Uh, So fun fact, that's actually called the mind meld. And it's the fusion of two minds permitting unrestricted communication or deep understanding. Now you can't tell me you're not getting something out of that. Ecclesiastes chapter one mentions that there is nothing new under the sun. That's why we need the mind of Christ. There are things that the Lord wants to release, new things he wants to do through you that you can't grab a hold of doing life on earth level. Revelation, discernment, wisdom, they come from above. And there's nothing or that is stale or unfruitful or repetitive when you're operating in the area that is above the sun, which is in the spirit. So fear, insecurity, and worry, they exist under the sun. They're not in his mind and they're not in his presence. You know, the kingdom of heaven is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. You know, uh, you can tell where people are. <laughs> You can tell what realm 
they're operating in. And we all get caught up. You know, I listen, I'm preaching to myself. First Corinthians chapter two, verse 11 through 16 is really the anchor scripture of today. And I'm going to read it. It says, for who among people know the thoughts of a person except the spirit of the person that is in them. So also the thoughts of God, no one knows except the spirit of God. Now we have not received the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, so that we may know the things freely given to us by God. We also speak these things, not in words taught by human wisdom, but in those taught by the spirit, combining spiritual thoughts with spiritual words. But a natural person does not accept the things of the spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, and he cannot understand them because they are spiritually discerned. But the one who is spiritual discerns all things, yet he himself is discerned by no one. For who has known the mind of the Lord that he will instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. So that word mind is the word nous, N-O-U-S, and it's that spiritual organ of receiving God's thought. It's that God-given capacity to think from his perspective and with his authority. This is the purest connection to the anointing, and it is opened by Jesus. This is what the wisdom of God is transmitted through by the Holy Spirit. You have the mind of Christ. Accepting Jesus, coming into relationship, opens the door. You know, you give him access and he gives you access. But it's a process and the Holy Spirit is there and desires to reveal more to you. But there is work to be done. There's action required. You know, Ephesians 4 says we have to lay aside the old self, be renewed in the spirit of our mind and put on the likeness of God. This is a daily choice, sometimes several times daily. Another thing about the mind of Christ is when you are plugged into the mind of Christ, you have the counsel and the backing of the Lord. It just puts you on a different frequency. When you're there, your words just hold much more weight in creation response because it's his voice in you. Uh, I can't think off the top of my head where that scripture is. You know, words he spoke and worlds were birthed or something like that. But creation is waiting for you and I to be revealed. For you and I to know who we are and begin to act like it. Okay, so the last point I'll make. It's about awakening. I know that awakening is on the mind of God because I heard it literally on October 10th, 2020, 10, 10, 20, I was taking a nap and I heard many voices singing. And I believe it was the chorus of a song that was currently being sung in heaven. Um, and the song, what I heard was, The great awakening is here right now. The great awakening is here right now. The great awakening is here right now. Rejoice. And I'll never forget how it was sung. And I just believe that one of the awakenings is into our right mind, which is the mind of Christ. That's where transformation power comes. It comes from the mind that's submitted to the mind of Christ. And Romans 12 kind of mentions this. 
So if we want to see change, if we want to see outpouring, revival, whatever term you like to use, spend as much time as you can feasting on spiritual things, praying in the spirit, seeking him for wisdom, for counsel, for discernment, and give him permission to get creative with you. Okay, my last, last point is Philippians 4 and 8. It says, finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, if there is any excellence and if anything worthy of praise, dwell on these things. I think this is such a key. We should be dwelling in the thoughts that Jesus has. I believe that if you can just live here, it would allow this pure, unobstructed flow of the Holy Spirit that not only begins to affect your natural mind, but also your physical body. At work, I do encounter psychosomatic disorders. So kids will say, oh, my stomach is hurting all the time, or I feel something stuck in my throat, or I can't breathe. And a lot of times it's anxiety and it's producing a physical effect, which can affect multiple systems in the body, as you may be well aware. So what could the effect be if we lived in the place of a Philippians 4, 8? Just things to think about. So I'm going to read this scripture before I pray. It's Jeremiah 31, verse 33, 34. It says, Instead, this is the covenant I will make with the house of Israel after those days. The Lord's declaration. I will put my teaching within them and write it on their hearts. I will be their God and they will be my people. No longer will one teach his neighbor or his brother saying, know the Lord, for they will all know me from the least to the greatest of them. This is the Lord's declaration. So Lord, I thank you for every person that's listening to this podcast right now. I thank you that not one of them is listening by accident. We thank you for giving us your mind, Jesus. Thank you. I let go of every preconceived notion of what this podcast will be. And I let go of every preconceived notion of what my life will be. I let go of control of my life. And I say yes to what is on your mind for me. In your name, amen. I believe that that was what I was supposed to pray. <laughs> and so I prayed it. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We'll see where this goes. I will upload episodes as I feel led. And I'm excited. Please feel free to subscribe. The website, www.spiritblast.net should be up and running soon. Not quite sure all that that will contain. Uh, could contain like some dreams, a little bit of blogging, along with all the podcast episodes. We'll see. Um, there'll be a Facebook page, maybe an Instagram as well. I'll announce all that. 
Okay, until next time. Bye.